Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this in seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, Mike. Cool. Uh, hello, welcome to another Ring South Rackers. My name's Lewis. Um, I'm joined by Dr. Leroy and Dapo. How you doing, gentlemen? Doing well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I wish um, GJ would turn up on time. We've had to start without him. Yeah, he's, he's, dancing, dancing, he's, dancing, he's dancing in traffic, apparently. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the latest uh, What's the latest Afrobeat song that GJ would be uh, dancing to? Naramali, something like that. Yeah? Like, GJ, oh, that... GJ has the shit that ain't even out yet, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it. Hey, big up AA Top Podcast back again. Thank you for the comment, AA. You're always showing us some love. Um, yeah, guys. Um, obviously, usual shit. Follow us on uh on, on Twitter, Ringside Fracas. Leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Um, and use the hashtag Ringside Fracas if you are um listening to this as a podcast and not on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, um, to be honest, I've sent this out without you know without anyone actually joining the room yet so yeah i'll leave that bit i'll I'll say it further into the podcast when people are actually in the in the room but um guys let's while we're waiting for jide let's let's have a quick roundup of of the fights last weekend um a few shocks it was quite a, a an interesting week of um of of boxing um the well the main shock i, I, I guess the only shock I, I say a few shocks but the, the main shock was obviously Rosado getting the win against the bully. Um, mm. Did you guys manage to watch that fight? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Yeah, um, I watched the I watched the knockout. <laughs> knockout was absolutely wild, wild. Mad, mad thing. Wild knockout. But, yeah. do you know what? 
I, I was searching the chat for time because um, remember when the bully was supposed to be fighting Kovalev? So I didn't really know about him before then. So I went back and watched all his fights and I, I actually put it in the group again to show where I said it because I thought, yeah. this guy ain't it. <laughs> yeah. He hits hard. He's really heavy-handed. But you could see, like, um, he comes up with his... He, he jumps in with his chin up and he yes. jumps in really open um, and he very much commits to his shot. So... He, he was beating him up, don't get me wrong. He was Papa Pam and Rosado, like deep, dirty body shots, like really sinking them in. Um, he very heavy hands, he uses his hip, he uses his body well. Um, so he was proper beating him up, but like I said, he, he jumps in. So he's a type of person you could time quite well because he's he actually jumps in with both his feet off the ground. So he, he, he was screwed. And Rosado timed the punch perfectly, literally perfectly, and he was out cold. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of no, I wouldn't say bad luck. Um, it's because uh, he, he was clearly dominant. He was clearly winning the fight, but yeah. in boxing, like one mistake lights out. So yeah, that was a big shock. I mean, um, well played, Rosado. Um, probably moved himself into a nice position now. So he's probably like to call out what Munguia and and them man there. So um, yeah, well played. Too. So it's not, would you define it as an upset? Then it's definitely an upset. Huh? Would you call it? Would you call it an upset? Well, yeah, he was. like nine to one to win the fight. Like you won't get many bigger upsets yeah. in in boxing this year. Like literally from a, a you know from from a a probability and you know what people think is actually going to happen. Um, I, I don't think we've had a bigger upset than that. This that year was a, that was a punch from the gods, man. It was a yeah. punch from the gods because yeah, punch took him out. He couldn't even get back up. It was so well timed. It was so well timed. Um, like he, and you could see, like as he was jumping in, he literally just bang, ducked down, threw it over the top. Do, 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 do you know what? Rizzardo? Hmm? So that do, you rate, do, you, do you rate Rosado like that? No, no, no. I think he's he's, he's watched. Oh, Definitely well, watched. at the world level. He's watched. I shouldn't say. I, I, mean, I, I think he's likely to. You know, he's he, he's. I think he called out Mungia afterwards. I think he's probably likely to. To lose that fight, and it's interesting that you know people are making. Uh, I think the the um, the uh, the commentator, the guy who was interviewing him afterwards, he basically said, "This is the best win of your career," and it's like oh. the best win of your career was against a, a guy who was what seven and zero. Kind of yeah. crazy that um, you know someone like Rosado is what probably had about what 30, 40 fights probably. He's had bare fights. Bear fights, right? Yeah. And I, when I was watching it, because I watched I watched the fight the next morning, so I already knew the result. And I don't know if it was a bit of like, um, you know, confirmation bias. Um, because w when I was watching the fight, I was like, geez, man, I can actually see how this guy is going to get stopped. I hadn't seen the knockout. I just heard that he'd got stopped in quite epic fashion. And when I was watching the fight, I was like, yeah, I can see how this is going to happen. Because Bully was, um, I'm not even going to attempt to say my man's name. But um, he, he just had no respect for Rosado. He was just walking him down, like chin up in the air, barely any defense. And I thought, yeah, I can see it. But at the same time, if I hadn't known he um uh, he had got stopped and got knocked out in such epic fashion, maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe, maybe, but maybe I maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe I wouldn't have. You know, I would have just seen it as this guy's in total domination and you know winning the fight fairly comfortably. But um, where where does um the bully go from here? Because obviously. Massive favorite going into this fight. 
this was seen as you know the fight that was going to put him onto you know the world stage like like Leroy right. said they, they were talking about him fighting Kovalev and all these things so where, where does he go from here because he's, he's still quite a young boy right it was yeah. the worst time for him to get knocked out in my opinion man but the worst really? as well the worst time as in like getting knocked out by Rosado uh, it's not great at all at least let it be like championship level you get knocked yeah. out in not Rosado not because Rosado is basically what like a semi-journeyman now it's someone that you have to go through to get to that, that world stage right so, Rosado is um, in a situation where he, he, every single time he's stepped up to even fringe world level, he's lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, is that Derek Chazora of, um, yeah. of uh, uh, middleweight? Middleweight, middleweight yeah. yeah. Or super middleweight. Because he's even mm -hmm. a small super middleweight. Um, he, he's not really a super middleweight. But um, as for the bully, like, he's 25 years old. You think. The problem is he's not going to have a big fan base and they were trying to build him as this monster in it. And that's mm -hmm. why I went to look at him because they were all talking about him like this is the next next guy up and I just didn't see it. But yeah. um, it's going to be difficult for him to get the kind of fights that he needs to get himself back to the stage he needs to be quickly. Um, so he's got to hope that um, they continue to invest in him um, yeah. and um, try, and, try and navigate the right fights because he's, he's young enough to rebuild, but it just depends if he's going to get that back in and that investment and be able to get the fights because, like I say, without the crowd, it's going to be really difficult for him to get the fights. Who's his promoter? I'm not, I'm not, is he Golden Boy? I don't know. Because he was on the Golden Boy card, so I don't know. I'm actually not too sure about that. Um, but, yeah, like, he, he's got time to bounce back, right? Um, <clears throat> I, I hear your concerns, Leroy, but... Um, is this is this like a could this be a bit like a, a you know the Bradis Prescott to an Amir Khan's kind of career? Um, it could be, but the thing is, like you say, Amir Khan was an Olympian who had the backing of like a big promoter, um, big name. So it's easy to come back in that. In that mm. um, it's really difficult unless he gets something. I mean, I think he's in, with that Kovalov lot. That was it, World of Boxing. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, it, it just depends if, uh, who's backing him gives up on him or not. Because yeah. who, either way, in my opinion, he's going to have a pretty long road back to world level. Um, yeah, back to the level he's at just now. Um, so yeah, I don't really see any in that division. I don't really see any shortcut fights for him unless you get someone like Eddie who takes him and feeds him a few few of his fighters. You know, Eddie loves a sacrifice. Yeah, he's a golden boy. <laughs> he's, Sorry, he's, he's golden boy. Mm. Oh, that's a big alpha golden boy then. I can't pronounce that name. Oh, my God. But, hey. but um, Rosado's hey. golden boy as well, hey. isn't it? Temir Melkuziev. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, another fight that people, you know, were paying close attention to, uh, Leroy, I know you didn't manage to see it, um, but Dapo, did you get to see the Mungia fight? No, I didn't actually. Oh, you didn't. All right, cool. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm probably the only person that did see it then, because yeah. um, I, I was keen um to watch that fight simply because I'd heard a lot about Mungia, but um, you know, I've never, I'd never actually watched him fight, and you know, people were talking about you know him potentially fighting Golovkin and you know all these things. So I wanted to see him up in the, uh, in 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 uh, in real life and against someone that Golovkin stopped in his last fight i think golovkin stopped him in seven um mungia stopped him in six i believe yeah six so um 
Yeah, Mungia looked decent. Um, I was surprised to see that Mungia is um, he's twenty four years old and he's had thirty six fights, thirty seven fights already. Like, yeah, but the Mexicans crazy. always fight bad, like at home first. That's insane! Yeah. Absolutely insane! Like thirty seven professional fights, thirty KOs. I'm sure a lot of them are tomato cans, but you know he looks like he can he can bang. But I wasn't overly impressed with him. Um, I never have been. Never have been. No, and and he doesn't look robust enough. He didn't. He, he didn't look strong enough. Like I, I can't see him causing um, Golovkin too many issues. If I'm being honest, um, but he's still young. Like he's 24. Mm-mm-mm. You know, he's not even in his prime boxing wise, is he? So may, maybe there's time for him to, to to work and build on a few things. Um, I think. Um, I mean, if we're talking about him versus Golovkin. I mean, father time waits for no man. So, like, Golovkin is old. Mm. So, and that, that's always a factor. But Golovkin has 50% of what he's got left. I think he's going to be technically too clean for Munguia. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, didn't watch this fight, but when I watched Munguia, um, my first time watching was obviously at 154. Um, uh, I just thought, like, this is just a weight bully, like someone who really boiled down to the weight and was just bullying his opponents. So, at 160, you like heard, obviously. Um, and I just never really thought he was particularly great. Obviously, great stamina. Um, he, he's aggressive. He comes forward. He, he, he loves to fight. But I didn't particularly see sort of world-class ability there at all. Um, so if Golovkin's even got anything left, I, I think um, that's a calm fight. That's a comfortable fight for him. Um, and he should definitely be taking it over the Andre fight um, because um, I think that's a lot, a lot, a lot easier a fight for him. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Nah, kills me. How's my man tweeting? <laughs> What's he tweeting? I don't even know, man. <laughs> this guy, man. He kills me, man. Um. Okay, cool. So that was the Mongia fight. Um. I I didn't get the chance to see the Inui fight. Um. Did you guys catch that? I watched uh, highlights of it. I, I couldn't find a full fight anywhere. There was top rank really? fights. Find sometimes. Inui. Um, it's on Sky Sports. To remember, top rank on Sky Sports. It's on Sky Sports YouTube. Oh, was that? Oh, was, was, that the first, was that the first fight of their link up then? No, no it was. It was, it was, it was Nicole Stevenson. That was the first fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I watched it on Sky Sports YouTube. So, Sky Sports, yeah. I, was looking for it. I couldn't find Listen, it. Listen, Inoue is oh, that guy. He's so good, bro. That yeah. guy is. He is next up. He's one of the goats. I'm telling you, he is something else. The body shot. Oh, I found it. Yeah. The body shot he stopped him with was. Just vicious, like you know, when you watch a body shot on TV and you go, Oh, like, oh, curled up, bang. But, um, it's just more of a new really. Um, technical, it marries the technical excellence with devastating power, oh, yeah. freakish accuracy. Um, I just thought it was a really, really good performance from him. Um, really, really good. Them kind of fighters can, they can stop the fight anytime, that's the thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't see the phrases high enough. And the problem is as well, he, he's just carrying up the weights. So this is like his third, what is his third weight division? So yeah, third weight division. So he's what? Yeah, so he's like a fly, super fly bantam. Yes. Unbelievable. What's the big fight for him in that division then? Um, Casemiro, isn't it? Casemiro, Casemiro is the other champion, I, I think. And Donaire as well again, I guess. But he's already beat Donaire, right? Yeah, but Donaire's got a belt again. Donaire's fight was one of the best fights I've seen in the last five years. Mm. 
That that Denaire fight was unbelievable because Denaire what Denaire, see so we're talking about orbital bones. Denaire broke his orbital bone and he just carried on, <laughs> he carried on and beat him. Guys <laughs> just rock it out. Yeah, yeah Casemiro and Denaire, the other two of the belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would be the undisputed fight. But I think um, so. Denaire's getting old, man. So yeah. yeah. Um, Every time we, but every time we think Denaire's passed it, we thought he was past it when he fought Inoue, and he put on one of the performances of his career, even though he lost. Um, and it was, but he pushed Inoue all the way, like all the way. So I feel like for boxing, the big fight in that division is if Casemiro does beat Denaire, then um, it will be Casemiro versus Inoue, um, and I feel like that would be the big fight for for that division. That's undisputed as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. We'll see if that happens because obviously. I wish every way the vision was like this, man. Mm. Everyone just rock it out. Mm. Uh, (laughs) One thing, I'm just seeing this, it becomes undisputed and moves to 1 2 2, yeah? I wish GD was here because we'll have this argument. You don't want to kill people, you know? (laughs) Everyone just wants these guys to move up and up and up and up. My man's on his third division and he's he's smoking everyone. Like, Mm. I, I just feel like. Like, chill, man. <laughs> but, him... but is there not an argument to be made that at, at the lower weights it's easier to easier to go up? It is, yeah. But still, I don't... I mean, because Pacquiao has, like, walked the mentality of so many people. It's not easy still. Like, you're, you're going up to your fourth division. So, mm. what's, that's Especially not... with all the regulations on oh. drugs now. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> so, you know, like, he's tiny as well, man. He's five foot five. Yeah, he, he is so small, so small. Mm. But honestly, and in terms of skill level, foot position, the way he puts himself into position to throw his shots, yeah, um, always clean. balanced, everything's clean, everything's accurate, sharp, snappy, unbelievable. It's, it's quite interesting that Inoue is so good, right? Because he, he isn't someone with a strong amateur background, is he? I don't really know his amateur background at all, I can't lie to you. So is, is it quite, um, in your opinion, do you think it's quite rare that you know someone so skillful comes from such a a um yeah just checked here no, i think he's got a decent amateur background well i mean he only had 19 amateur fights really i, I don't know it says I that don't... he's performed in like quite a few championships and stuff like that. okay but yeah maybe but i mean yeah i i, I see it here but 19 amateur fights is not much amateur no, fights not, at all is it not, so not, are you surprised someone so skillful comes from um you know so, uh, uh, you know, a background of, of not much uh, amateur fights. We're always surprised because as a rule of thumb, obviously boxing is a sport about athleticism and talent. But as a rule of thumb, the best fighters are very, very well schooled in the amateur system. Um, yeah, they're really, really well schooled. So when you see someone who hasn't had that many amateur fights, but the problem is what I would want to know is how high level were those amateur Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, his amateur record is 75 to 6. So, what, so on on um, on box record, it doesn't say something record. else. Well, well, I'm lying to you sometimes. I have box no record idea. says 19 fights. I have no idea. 75. Yeah, 75. Okay, well, seven, then that just puts my whole point wow. in the bin. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's another guy that was trained by his dad, like, like Lomachenko from young. His dad was a boxer. He's been doing it since he was literally could before he could walk. Mm. And he wanted to create the perfect fighter. So he's another one in that school. Um, and just unbelievably skilled, man. Um, mm. Technically, tactically. And then he's just blessed with the athleticism and power. So... Yeah. Bruv, he's a, he's, a, he's a definitely a top five pound for pound, 100%. Mm. 
Um, let's move on to Charlo Montiel then. Um, uh, you guys both watched that fight? I did, yeah. Yeah, you my bad. Yeah, I watched that fight. I watched yeah. It. Well, what what did you guys what did you guys think of um Charlo's performance? Uh, what, and what Charlo was it again? Um, oh, Jamal. 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 Yeah. Jamal. Yeah. Jamal. No, he's right. the heavier one. He's the yeah. heavier one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Gone. Uh. How, how how did you find um his performance? Did he did he perform well in this fight? I I thought the fight would be a bit easier for him than it turned out to be. Uh, it was a lot more challenging than I thought it would be. Uh, I thought he would. I actually thought he'd be able to stop him, but they went. They went twelve, four, twelve rounds. Mm. Um, Montiel only been stopped once in his career by Munguia, actually. Mm. Interestingly enough, but Charlo's got power, right? So I thought it'd be well, enough. We say that now, but Supposedly. Charlo was a very, very, very big weight bully. Like mm. he and his brother have absolutely no right making one five four. They are <laughs> five eleven and a half. Yeah. Broad shoulders, one six foot. <laughs> yeah, broad shoulders, big big men. I have no idea how they make um make like a, a super welterweight, but boy. So when he was at one five four, his jab was like a right hand. He, it was the power was ridiculous. But then you look at all his fights at one sixty that he's had. How many of are, are having the same kind of reaction? Hmm. So I mean, obviously he got a stoppage against that 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 bummy four before. But who's that? Uh, Centeno Junior. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. look. Um, he doesn't look the same beast like before. Because before Charlo was a beast. Like he was just since moving like, up to one sixty, he's had one, two, three stoppages, and four four decisions. Yeah, but before Jamal Charlo was just a bit of an animal. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I just don't see that same animal in um since he's moved up since he moved up to the middleweight division. Do you mm. think his brother's better than him? No. Okay. I do think he's the better brother. Yeah. What? What? Um. So, what? Where? What weight does his brother fight at then? One five four. And he's about to fight undisputed. Against who? Um. Oh, I forgot. Oh, Castano. Yeah, that's the one. All right. Okay. Um. More interesting than the fight to me was Charlo's comments afterwards about um. Andrade and you know I think it I, I really wanted Samps on this pod for for this unfortunately Samps couldn't make it tonight um but I wanted to ask him you know what why these PBC fighters get away with saying these things and he I don't know if you guys saw his comments but he basically he said that Andrade has to earn the opportunity to fight him so absolutely cool. ridiculous Andrade's got a belt now. he's a champion yeah what's he talking about what else does he need like, I, I don't get this mentality. Like, what what, what is it about? You know, so the PBC guys. It's like they don't care about legacy. They don't care about having their names like up there. Like, what are you talking about? Earn? Like, if Andrade is just bum, what did Montiel do to earn the fight? <laughs> I don't know. And who is he for? That makes him so massive. That well, makes him so it, it, Exactly right. He I mean, I'm going through his record now. Who, who's the biggest name on on? Uh, yeah, in my, in my opinion, Julian Williams, but or, or, or Austin Trout, maybe. Yeah, Austin Trout in terms of pedigree, but in terms of what was a 50 50 fight that he could have lost, I think, right? Julian Williams. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, his, I mean, his uh, maybe you could say Andrade's fought tougher opponents than um Charlo. 
I feel like he's fought. Mm, Andrade, nah, I'm not sure, bro. Who is Andrade's last fight against? No, he um, hasn't fought tough opponents. Andrade, Liam, Liam, Liam Williams, Andrade's yeah. resume is full of bums. God, come on. of yeah. bums. Yeah, fair, fair enough. It is. I can't. I can't lie to you. But, but I, I think Liam Williams would give um, Charlo a good fight. Uh, boy, I don't know. Is that is that me being a bit Brexit? Nah, you're, nah, you're Brexit there because <laughs> he puts Liam Williams on ice. Still. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Listen, the way the way Williams was moving in that fight, yeah. Nah, he doesn't. He wouldn't be confident in that. Charles makes fights. He he, he mm. makes good stanky leg. Mm, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting and it really typifies that kind of PBC cult thing that they got going on um, over there where it's just like they're so delusional about, you know, uh, you have to earn to fight. Who are they? Like, who are you? What am I earning? It's not what it is. It's a duck. duck, Nothing. No other way around it. It's an excuse. It's a duck. My man has a belt. You're looking for an excuse not to unify. Because that's still a, that's, that's a tricky fight, right, with Andre. Uh, Andre. Naeem and Adil, they 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 disagree. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. they think uh, they think Charlo stops. Yeah. <laughs> Adil says Charlo well, will kill Williams. Well, <laughs> he puts them. He puts him on ice. Like, maybe. Maybe. Him. I mean, look, I was I was very I was very surprised that Williams level against Andrade. I, no, I thought, he looked much better. Oh. I thought he would. That was Andrade's fault. Mm. This is yeah, it's a style clash. And the, the yeah. thing is, Andrade didn't like the pressure. Andrade, you could tell like he's struggling still with the weight. Another guy who I don't understand who makes the weight that he does. Um, I don't know how he made 154 before. Still don't know how he makes 160. He's a big guy. So um, I think the styles, but William Williams, again, is a prob- probably a 154 fighting at 160. He's quite a small mm. 160. Charlo, nah. Big 160. Yeah, yeah and Charlo's bit, lots of straight punches. What, nah. What? What, so what's the fight that you guys would like to see Charlo in then? What what, what are the if you could if you could give me three fights that you you really need to see Charlo in to, to judge how good uh, Jamal? Jamal. Uh, I want I want to see him fight Andre. I, I want to see him try and get on the other belts. Mm. I want to see him fight Andre. I want to see him yeah. fight Triple G. Triple G. I yeah. love love to see him fight Danny Jacobs. Love that fight. It's like nobody wants to fight Andre though. It's a bit weird because even uh, I, I read today that. Um, Golovkin's having issues with the zone because he doesn't want to fight yeah. Andre, and they're trying to push him to fight Andre. It's just weird. They're both in the same promotional company. They're both in the zone. The, the zone. Mm. Even though Andre, it's like unless you're stylistically a really good fighter for him, how do you beat him? Yeah. He's awkward. He's very awkward. So how, do you, how do you still point some rounds off him, especially if you're someone who's a lot shorter than him, like GGG? Because he's very good at um, gauging distance and controlling range. So, how, like, how do you and and being a southpaw and being as awkward as he is, and having as long arms as he does, and throwing these unorthodox shots, and the way he leans his body away from people so you can't really touch him. How do you really like win rounds against him unless you're the right style? Who would you guys say are the top six middles? So, Charlo, Golovkin, Andrade. Who who would be the other three? Charlo, Golovkin, Andrade. Well, you put Charlo's number one. I, no, I'm not putting it in any no, order. I just who would you say the top? would you say Mungia's in there? He has to be in there. Mungia has to be in there. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr. No, no. no. I put there. Who's better? Who's better than Chris Eubank Jr.? A lot of man. A lot of man. 
Are we still counting Billy Joe Saunders in there, man? Because Billy Joe Saunders is really... But they've gone up, though, no? Yeah, they have, but he's really a 160 fighter, to be honest. Mm. Um, who have we got? So we've got Charles. Lara. Lara. Do you have in there? Yeah. Lara. Lara. Well, you think Derry Vincenco is better than Eubank Jr.? 100%. Yeah. Oh, you're Brexit. You are yeah. so Brexit. Derry Vincenco puts uh, Eubank Jr. on ice. My, 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 I guess my, the point I was trying to make, though, is that um, we're naming all these guys, but none of them have actually fought each other, which is yeah, fucking right. insane for Ridiculous. a single weight division when we've named, what, seven or eight fighters there. And um, only Derek Vincenko has fought. Only Derek Vincenko has fought. Um, Golovkin. Um, so that is Williams insane. Fought. Actually, we didn't put Williams in there, didn't we? No, we didn't even put Williams in there. Um, but yeah, absolutely insane that in that in that in that single weight division, you you could probably name seven or eight guys, top guys, who have not fought each other yet. It's one of the, one of the worst divisions in boxing because of how much talent is there, and no one fights each other. Yeah, yeah. And once when did it, when did, uh, there's a weight class that has a PBC champion myth? Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the weekend's fights then, because um, you know we got we got a few interesting ones coming up. Uh, we've got Tank against Barrios, which is obviously the, uh, the the main headline of the night, I guess. Um, definitely the most you know fifty fifty fight out of the the ones we're going to discuss. Um, what can you guys tell me about Barrios? Because I, I I think the audience would know a lot about Tank, but. Um, maybe Barrios is a bit of a more of an unknown quantity, especially for I me. I, I've never seen, but before watching his um, what's the what's the uh, what's the thing the the preview show that they do um, on Showtime? Oh, what's it called? All Access. All Access. Sorry, yeah. Before watching All Access, I didn't really know too much about Mario Barrios. So, what can you guys tell me about Barrios? He's much bigger than Davis. Much bigger. Yeah, yeah. He looks. It says he's five foot ten, but I'm telling you, Barrios looks about six foot two. Yeah, but you got to remember, Davis is a midget. Bro. Yeah, Davis is like. Five, I'm even five. talking about from when from they were showing Barrios's um last fight. He looks taller than five ten. I can't lie. He, he looks, looks so that. tall. He looks man. lanky. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, I like I'm half tempted to bet against Tank. Same. I'm what, really for, what, for what reason? What's what's the reason behind this? Tank, I always worry about Tank and his conditioning. Always worry about Tank and his conditioning. When, when he's at 130 and he's got so much power and he's controlling the pace of the fight, it makes it a lot easier. When you're fighting a bigger man, it's a lot easier for them to control the pace of the fight. Obviously, Barris is a Mexican. From I don't know much about him either, but what you can see from him, it looks like he's got high work rate, high output. If Tank cannot control the pace of the fight and he gasses, I can see him getting outpunched late and really, really, really struggling in the later rounds in the fight, unless he gets him out of there quickly. So, and obviously the um, the size factor is a big element to it as well. So I'm, I, I'm, and everyone knows I'm a tank stan. I am, <laughs> but I, ha he has no business fighting at 140 at this stage of his career. Um, I think his laziness, I can't lie to you in terms of making weight and stuff like that. I'm not sure how hard he's going to have trained because he's not having to cut weight and stuff. So I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit concerned about this, and I'm half tempted to put a flatter on Barrios, depending mm -hmm. on what. Also, Barrios is undefeated. So mm -hmm. Barrios is twenty six and zero, I think. Yeah, does, does but that he has a bit of uncertainty there. Yeah, but Barrios hasn't really fought. 
He hasn't. He hasn't. But some, yeah, some of these guys that no we've seen any, real... hand, any hands cards, it's like, oh, they haven't fought anyone, but then they come and bang everyone up. They come up, but yeah, but on a matchroom card, yeah, on a matchroom <laughs> card. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I was going through um, uh, Barros's resume today, and it, it's not that impressive. Um, but Tank is a one point. Five Ooh. seven favorite, I think. Let me have Definitely a look. Definitely on Barrios, he's 4.5. Right. Oh, no, sorry, 1.2 favorite. Yeah, Barrios 4.5. So. Let me do that now. So, I what mean, are, what, what are Tank's keys to success in this fight then? Because obviously, he's is this his first fight in the light welterweight division? Yeah, yeah, first fight in 140. So, um, but Tank's in my opinion, Tank's key to success is obviously get inside. Yeah, I think yeah. the body work is going to be really important. Um, his feet need to be good as well. He needs to be fast across the distance definitely. quickly. Um, and I just think he needs to be—he needs to be the aggressor and controlling the pace of the fight. If I feel like if he lets Barrios control the pace of the fight, because I don't trust his engine and I don't trust his um, conditioning, I yeah. think it's, it's a long night for him. Um, and I, personally, I think Tank needs to try and make this an early night. Yeah, his 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 tank look <laughs> tank his tank look really suspect when he fought Gamboa, man. Yeah. It looks really weird. And Gambo was washed. Yeah. And it took him 12 rounds to, 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 to knock him On out. one leg with a ruptured Achilles. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys heard it here first. Uh, Dr. Leroy's, uh, the, the value bet is on, um, is on, on Barrios on, on anyone lose money, don't, don't come. <laughs> don't come <laughs> don't cry, don't beg. Don't cry, don't beg. But, I, um, I have put a little bit of money on that still because I think Interesting, that's a, yeah. that's I, I think it's a good shout because it is Tank's um, uh, first fight at that weight, and the you know the size difference just looks insane. And you know we, we speak about it a lot on this podcast. You know that that there's 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 not a lot you can do about size sometimes. Size I can, I can is such Paris a big factor. Robbed, maybe. Is it um? They're both they're both officially American fighters, aren't they? Bar- Bar- I know Barros yeah. is Mexican. Yeah, Barros yeah, but is actually walked motion half in the fight on as well. Right. Yeah. So um, I, d- I don't know what what is Barry who who does Barros fight under? Is he? I don't know. I know Davis is PBC Showtime in it, and that's what it that's that's what they're fighting. So mm. yeah, I'm I'm not too sure who Barros is with, but I reckon he gets um, wins. Potentially, Javante Davis is one of the um, the star boys of BBC. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. yeah. Um, speaking of a nice, nice little payment for the ref. Well, he, he puts bombs on seats because he's so exciting. Mm. Yeah. And what's he? 20, 23 knockouts, is he? Um, 25, 24 fights. No, his exact record, but he mostly knocks people out. He's in terms of talent, pure talent. This is why I'm a tank stunt. In terms of talent, yeah. Mm. Tank is clear, clear. He's mm. got the speed, he's got the punch variety, he's got the clearly got the knockout power, good footwork, good reaction timing, amazing athlete. And, and, one, and one thing is, he's a clever fighter. In the way he actually gets people, he's actually a clever fighter, he knows what he's doing. So he's, he's got so much going for him, but mentally, commitment. Oh, man. Can't he, wait. He's going to go down the AB, AB route, man. Well, Tank has knocked out 23 of his opponents and only one's got the decision. Well, he's so, got dynamite was, in his uh, hand. That was a Gamboa fight, yeah? Yeah. No, he knocked out Gamboa. No, no, he knocked out Gamboa in 12, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Oh, did he? So who's his decision? It's an old fight, fight yeah. I think. He went oh, okay. to a Mexican guy, what? like his ninth fight or something. 
Yeah. As far as boxing, modern day boxing goes, he does numbers and he should be an absolute superstar. Absolute superstar. But he, uh, in my opinion, even when I watch, look at Tank at 130, I think he can make um, 126. If Tank was serious and went with MTK's nutritionist, Greg Marriott, shout out Greg, yeah. um, and literally like, done it the Dominic Ingle way, like, got in shape, shape, shape. I think he can make 126. Mm. And he's up at 140. Madness. Madness. And, and you always see it, how much he drains weight. Because I'm looking at Tank in media week, right? It was just yeah. before the media week. And he looks quite big still. And then you look at him and he just looks drawn. It's all water. He's literally doing um, a UFC type weight cut. None of it's fat. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he definitely doesn't live the, live the... It doesn't seem like he lives the life Anyway, um, Ryan, Ryan Garcia is gonna get got. Don't worry, Naeem. Soon he's gonna get got. His time is coming. The clock is ticking for him. He's not a serious guy. I promise you, he's not a serious guy. As soon as he steps in the ring, one of like he steps in the ring with Haney, one of them guys, he's getting stopped. Promise you. Um, okay, not stopped by Haney, but he'll probably get outboxed by Haney. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him get outboxed, but I don't think he's getting stopped. No, not stopped. No, I, I meant uh, Tank. Tank will stop him. In my opinion, yeah. David Eagle, I do not agree. I actually think when I look at and the thing is, obviously, you don't know the ins and outs, yeah. But when I'm assessing and I'll pause, I'm assessing his body, looking at his shape, looking at why Rasta, why Rasta, yeah. Pause, 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 <laughs> looking, at, looking at like the. How he looks on fight week, how how drawn he looks, he's still making 130. Looking at his body when he gets in the ring, how fleshy he is, I'm telling you, there's four pounds there. There's there's four pounds there to lose. Mm. And tr- trust me, Leroy knows about shredding off those pounds, right? He's he's very mathematical and, and yeah, scientific yeah. with it. I haven't done it in a few years, but when when I can be asked. Uh let's move on to Loma, because this is his uh, comeback fight. Um, after losing to Tiafimo. Um, don't know too much about his opponent, if I'm being brutally honest. Uh, Leroy, was it you that said this is quite a, a tough yeah. fight for him? Yeah. Um, his opponent's uh, last fight was really, he did really well in that fight, I think. Mm. Nakatani's good. Nakatani yeah. gave um, uh, Tiafimo Lopez his best fight. Mm. Yeah. He, fought, he fought Tiafimo Lopez and that it was, went the distance. Yeah, yeah. He got a unanimous decision, but a lot of people were like, man, that was tough. Oh, right, okay, because I'm looking at the scorecards and it looks very, very unanimous. <laughs> yeah, but it was, yeah, I, I think the scorecards were a little bit generous. Bit fugazi, yeah. Definitely a tough fight for him. Um, okay. So, yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's a good fight because particularly, obviously, you've got to remember Tiafimo is um, uh, a natural uh, 135 fighter, uh, probably boiling down a little bit, if anything. Um, Nakatani's massive. Lomachenko is really at the limits of what his weight can do in terms of his size. So yeah. this is going to be an interesting fight because the, the size element comes into it again. Um, so And he's obviously just coming back off shoulder surgery as well. So um, interesting stuff. I think it's a really good fight. It's not an easy fight whatsoever. It says Lomachenko is 5'7". I think he's smaller than that. Right? Bro, when I went to watch Lomachenko, yeah, like a little fango, yeah. I think he's like five five or something. I, I, you know, when you go to the railing so you can see the fighter, like you yeah. get out of your seat, go to the railing so you can get in touch. With yeah. That's me out there, just <laughs> get in touch. With this. My man, I swear to God, he was up to my belly button. 
guy is so small, yeah, and he's not even built with it. Like he's mm. tiny, tiny. Because this like a turning guy is five eleven. So if you if you put you put him against a five foot seven fighter, the height difference will look that mad. Mm. But it looks like a little boy and his dad. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's crazy. Well, well, Leroy, look, if you want to do a little double, maybe Barrios and Nakatani. Nakatani is ele- uh, um, 11 to 1. I, I don't bet. 9 against, to 1, sorry. 9 to I 1. Don't, I don't bet against Loma, boy. I don't know. Mm. Nah. Mm. If I'm you so, did, you would have made some serious money for, in, the, in the TFBO fight. I would have, but I'm too gassed because I'm sorry. I don't know. No one says losses aside, that you the best I've ever seen. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> What, what's the what's the path back for for Loma after this anyway? Because he, you know, that that loss really put him in a really a, a precarious position because then he he doesn't really have too much to offer anyone if he doesn't have the belt. So, um, what's the pathway back for him? Because I can't see they're not going to do a rematch with Tiafimo anytime soon, are they? They might do, but I wanted Loma to win that fight so badly, man, because I just feel like Lopez isn't going to reign for that long, in my opinion. Um, I think Lopez is going to move up so I think Loma will have a shot at a vacant title mm-hmm. I really really do I think if top rank is smart and are on the ball and they get himself into the right position he'll have a shot at a vacant title um, the thing is about Lomachenko I feel that for me personally I feel that Devin Haney all the smoke I feel like if um, Lomachenko wanted, really wanted to fight Devin Haney, Devin Haney would be like, yeah, I'm done. Devin Haney wants to fight him badly, especially now that Lopez has beat Lomachenko. Yeah. I, I think Devin so I think that's a route back for him. If, if he, but Devin Haney's, again, no pushover. That's not an easy yeah. fight at all. Um, Who would be the favourite going into that fight? Lomachenko. Lomachenko. Mm. Yeah. Provided he performs well, obviously, this weekend. Um, Lomachenko. Would, would, would Loma be the favourite in a Tiafimo rematch? No, I, I don't think so. But I don't know if Tio will probably. I don't think Tio would win a rematch. It depends uh, how good he looks. But, but I don't know if he wins. That's a fifty-fifty fight. I don't think he'd be the favorite because look at how wide the scores were. Like yeah. in, in the Loma fight, he, he won the first six rounds comfortably, and Loma looked confused. He didn't look like he had anything that he could do. I mean, he did very well in the last six when he pressed the action. Mm. Um, but I, I still think Tio is going to go in his favorite. Again, we'll have to I look. I think the margins will be quite tight, though, because in that first fight as well, like towards the end, Teal was getting banged up. Banged up. Oh, so oh. people might use that to be like, mm, now that Loma was like, have to start it up. Start. Mm. As soon but, as but, but, then, but, then, but there was a reason why Loma couldn't start. He was yeah, getting banged yeah. up himself in the first yeah, three or four was, rounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tia Fimo was landing. Do you know what? He's too hesitant. He was too hesitant because yeah. he caught that big one. I think it was even the first or second. And he, he just was worried about it. You can see he was so worried about the power the whole time. Mm. But yeah, no, nah, nah, you can't go back down. Someone's saying Loma should go back down to 130. It's so hard to take weight off, man. Nah, he should, he's got to stick there. Mm. Um, Speaking of Stevenson, is he trying to go up? Stevenson wants to fight Valdez, obviously, um, mm. when the title's there. Um, but he's only really just moved up to one from 126 when he won his title and then vacated. So I think he's got, he's got time at 130. Um, he's young as well, so yeah. There's still there's still lots of fights in 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 that um division for Loma, right? Like um, I, I Garcia, yeah, Tank. That's what and, and that's the that's where the money is at as well because they're big mm. fights. Uh, it annoys me that Tank, um, not Tank. It annoys me that Garcia's name is in this mix, man, because he's mm. so fugazi to me. I'm waiting for him to get exposed. I'm no, waiting. No. 
Bro. David Eagle saying Tio's got COVID lungs now. <laughs> hey, look what look what into Povetkin. You never know. Mm. Povetkin was in a stanky leg versus Dylan White because of COVID. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I think Povetkin's <laughs> just forty-seven just years old. old, man. He's just old, man. He's just old. He's just old. Allow him, man. Let, like let let the let the big man rest now, man. He's he's retired now. Respect to a great champion. Definitely. Yeah. He- heavy on the drugs as well so Meldonium that Meldonium have been moving like the Duracell yeah come on man it's, it's, it's taking its toll now man let, let, him, let him rest now let him rest uh, guys yeah I think we call it uh, a night there I think have we got any, is there any other fights we need to discuss uh, uh, Ericsson Lubin is fighting don't know who this J- Jason Rosario is yeah I know he brings up uh, very Horrible memories for you, Lubin lost me six hundred pounds. I couldn't believe it. I, I bought into the hype. I bought into the hype. I bet I put all my stocks in Lubin. I was like, "Yeah, this kid's twenty-one. Mike Tyson signed him, did him dirty. One of the best Olympians coming out of the US, Just knocking everyone out, moving mad, heavy-handed, like so young." And then comes up and gets absolutely starched. Starched. Oh, that 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 was that is one of the most memorable knockouts of all time as well. Just. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, let's uh, let's call it a day there. Um, as usual, thank you to everyone tuned in with us on the YouTube. Um, leave us a review on Apple, uh, Ringside Frackers on the hashtag if you are listening as a podcast. And uh, we'll be back next week as well. So uh, take it easy, guys. Thanks, everyone. Coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this in seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, Mike. Sports Social Podcast Network.